I like to describe Weird Norfolk as a cabinet of curiosities containing forgotten folklore, paranormal experiences, odd places to visit, and just a, a real collection of interesting local history. I'm Shifra Connor and I'm the curator and researcher for Weird Norfolk. Fact, folklore, legend that relate to a whole manner of different things in the county, whether that be an artefact at Norwich Castle, whether that be an erratic stone left by a glacier. So I'm Stacia Briggs and I'm the writer for Weird Norfolk. On today's episode, we're talking about King Gurgunt and the Frozen Bear. Today we're going to talk about the story of King Gurgunt, who it is said is buried under Norwich Castle Hill with his riches and is waiting there until Britain needs him, at which point he will rise up and save the country. That, that, for me, is my favourite bit of the whole story. It's the fact he's, waiting. he's waiting for the What's moment. What's he waiting for? Because I would have thought Brexit might have been the moment <laughs> for him to uh, to sort himself out, step up and, and, and get on with it. Um, yeah, uh, what is he waiting for? Because we've had the First and the Second World War. Where was he? Nowhere. It's the same with King Arthur, though, isn't it? It's actually a really similar story to the Arthurian legends. <laughs> I nearly did a swear then. Is there something about this house? Like, there's always someone knocking on the door. It's like, oh, nobody ever knocks, nobody ever comes round. Apart from every time we're here. It's the postman. He's not wearing the crown. No, it's, it's not King Gurgan. Things. Sorry. Back. <laughs> it wasn't a royal visit. It wasn't King Gurgant, sadly, who's coming to have a go at me for, uh, for for doubting him for stepping up for Britain. Yeah, it is a real. I love this story. Uh, we told this one on our walk on the weird side, didn't we? And yeah. it was probably the highlight of the walk, yeah. wasn't it? To be fair, I think that it joined with the other story that we told. At the same time, yes. it's kind of the two of them together. Which we will mention, yeah. we will come to. But just sticking with King Gurgan for a little while. Yeah. I was like, I say, like, oh yeah, it obviously smacks of Arthurian legend. And there is actually, I think, a bit of a reason for that. Apparently, the book that Geoffrey of Monmouth read about King Arthur in also mentioned King Gurgan. Ah. So there is actually a bit of a tie. Bit of a link. Yeah. Oh, the, I can't find many references to King Gurgunt, though. No. So I feel like the people of Norwich might have just made him up. Might have just made him up. But that's <laughs> yeah. fine. Who and cares? Said, oh, yeah, he's do in we... the same book as King Arthur, so, yeah. you know. Oh. So do, we, do we have dates? Do we know roughly when all this is made? Um, no, not really, do so, we? Well, a, a long, well a very I have a timeline. Time oh, excellent. Amazing. <laughs> Which, yes, then, we do. Um... <laughs> it was like a new. It was yeah. like a new. <laughs> So the Roman conquest was in AD 43. The Iceni Rebellion was AD 47. 
1067, William the Conqueror orders the building of the castle. Then in 1136, Geoffrey of Monmouth writes about King Arthur. So that's when this story would have kind of come... So to... presumably he, he, if they build the castle, that's on top of the king. Yeah. So I don't know when it would have been... Okay. It's, it's interesting because the location of these places are quite important. So it may well have been located on a very special piece of ground. Yeah. So it may well, well have been hallowed it, it, ground. It or... says here, and, and it says here because I wrote it here, um, that... Um, it must be true. So it must be true. That is our law, actually. If it goes in EVP, it's then true. Um, if it goes in twice, it's then true. <laughs> it then becomes yeah. law. Yeah. Um, so... It, it kind of came to be when it, it says here a mythical king, which kind of sets out my story quite early that it might not be true. Um, the son of Bellinus or Bellinus or who knows, um, decided to settle in Norwich. Um, king Gurgen was so fond of Norwich, he built the castle and established the city around it. And when he was ready to take his last breath, seated himself at a grand table deep underneath the castle mound, which is fact one of the largest man-made structures in britain and alongside his silver gold jewels and treasures fell into an eternal sleep so according to this it was that he actually burrowed into the hill which he so had already created already so that was already so that there would actually be in line with william the conqueror stuff yeah because the mound would have already been there yes there is another theory that actually the king gurgon is actually Boudicca. do you say it Boudicca or Boudicca? I always say Boudicca. Yeah. yeah, I say Boudicca. That's fine then. Um, anyway, that's now fact. That is yeah. another. When I was yeah. at school, it was Boudicca. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, I remember it being both. That does it's sound like decimalisation when that yeah. day when it switched yeah. over. It wasn't is. It, yeah. it does sound like somebody getting it wrong though, Boudicca, doesn't it? Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. Like, and Uranus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that another way of pronouncing her name? Blimey. Um, but the theory is that. The king, King Gurgon, is actually her husband, Presutagus. Presutagus. Yeah. Which, yeah. which, and in... so that was like in AD 60. They died, both died, Boudicca and Presutagus. and her husband. Died in, in AD 60. So he could have been buried in a little area and then they built the castle over the top of him, like you said, because it was a sacred place. So... Mm. That's quite an interesting mm. twist. Yeah. Which would make kind of more sense than just some random king came to Norwich and liked it and thought, I'll, I'll shack up here. So and not, I like nothing that, in the EDP archive at that time. About yeah, we haven't like got anything that far back. We could try. <laughs> to be fair, I did come across this story from the EDP archive, though. It was in a, like, something in the 50s, I think, wasn't it? It was like yeah. a clipping that we had that mentioned it and I'd never ever heard and I'm really surprised the castle doesn't make more of this I it mean, is could you a, imagine? Like, it's a this... great story isn't yeah, it I, I, I was talking to you before we started and just saying that I think this is one that should really be elevated in Norwich because it's just so magical yeah, isn't it even that if it is king... totally made up like, yeah. it's a really good myth and well, when... I when I first came here about 10 years ago, one of the first things somebody told me as we walked past was, and there's a king buried under there. Yeah. And, and oh, they really? just passed it off as fact. But I think yeah. there's a plaque, isn't there, by the side of it well, that Jamie says the king... Jamie went to have a look, yeah, didn't the king's, he? And he the did king's some pictures for us. And he took a picture of the plaque, but I'd never even noticed the plaque before. Yeah, like, I, I'd known of the plaque, but I hadn't... I just... I don't know why. I just thought, well, that's just a plaque, yeah. but... I just don't know why the castle don't make a whole thing of it because yeah. I think it would be brilliant. We took um, my husband's grandchildren to the castle in the summer 
and we just found we just started writing about mm. or we just started researching the walk um for heritage open days so we so king gurgant was as he always is um high in my mind and i told the boys who are 8 and 6 about the king under the castle and we were walking around the top of the castle and kind of looking at the old graffiti and all that kind of stuff, mainly because there was a massive queue and we couldn't be bothered to wait to get in. And then, and then we came back and the queue had gone and I said, what do you want to do first when we get to the castle? And the younger one said, I want to, king, I want to dig for King Gurgan and find his treasure. <laughs> and now every time they go into town, they want to go and see the castle mound to see where the king is. Yeah. So I think, and, and certainly that was the story from the Weird Norfolk night that people, we know people have been part passing on because yeah. it's so easy to remember that there's a king asleep under the yeah. under the castle mound so I think that's proper just, potential yeah I just feel you like you need they... Ed Sheeran to write a song about it yeah and then it'll, <laughs> and it'll be, be like sorted. yeah yeah but they could have like storytelling evenings of the king telling the stories of his treasures where he got his treasures from yeah and all sorts of things yeah yeah but why not why aren't they doing it yeah, yeah, during these dark nights he should be projected on the side yeah. of the castle yes. and say look yeah. now get yes. the snoring yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, all these ideas that we've had that we're giving for free again to the castle. But this is one of those stories, isn't it? The more you read about it, the more interesting it gets, mm. and the more you want to know. Yeah, it is, and and I think that is where it kind of. Although, should we go for the Queen next? Maybe before we get to. Yeah. So one of the main kind of records of this story is it was meant to be performed before before. Queen Elizabeth I when she visited Norwich and this guy he'd written a play what was it have we got his name um uh Bernard Garter oh no in an account of of the visit by Bernard Garter yeah we don't have the actor's name no there was an actor yeah yeah yeah. an actor with his henchman yeah so he was basically meant to be performing it for um for the Queen and he'd written this play and he was playing Mm -hmm. King Gargant and the Queen got to the town gate, city gate, St. Stephen's gates, and it absolutely started chucking it down with rain. So she was like, no, I'm not interested. Yeah, and, and ran just, off. And ran off. Yeah. And that was it. Just left this poor guy so, in the rain. Yeah. He'd, like, spent all this no, time. No, really, I just need to... Oh, okay, fine. Yeah. Yep. I okay. felt really sorry for him, because yeah. that would have been his, like, his claim to fame, wouldn't it? So there's a I bit in that story where him. it kind of says, and then the Queen arrived at Harford Bridge, and in just in my mind, immediately, I just see Tesco. <laughs> Don't you? <laughs> the Queen arrived at Tesco. Verily. It was quite confusing though with it, the research because I thought that King Gargan had actually met, like had like kind of risen to meet Queen Elizabeth. Wow. And I was like, what? Yeah. How, how is this <laughs> not like King a thing? Gergen And then I like, did a bit more research and it was actually just like yeah. an actor, which was obviously a little bit disappointing. That was on August the 16th, 1578. So yeah, that was when the when Queen Elizabeth didn't get to hear the story of yeah. King Gergen. I, I bet mean, you know what if she had, would the story have like lived a bit longer? Yeah. Would like people have been and more also, interested? That, I bet that man. It's like that thing that in your life that you kind of think if I just or if yeah, that had just if happened, just, if it hadn't have rained. Yeah, exactly. And there's the Sliding poor bloke, kind of like moment, you know, right? literally pumping himself up to be King Gergen and kind of like I'm ready for this. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm method acting it for for months. And then it's all just... and then it just rains, and then she literally runs off, doesn't yeah. she? Is that when did she bring the plague with her? Yeah, it was not a great visit to Norfolk, no. was it really? It really wasn't. So no, <laughs> she probably King shouldn't Gergen. have bothered. 
Yeah, maybe King Gurgen at that point could have got out of the hill and yeah. told his story to her himself. Yeah, that well, might I'm be a positive nice. thought, though. I mean, that actor probably dined out for years after that about, on yes. the story that he almost told yeah. the Queen. Yes, the story yeah. of King Gurgen. I should imagine he probably would have rather actually told the Queen the story of King Gurgen. Okay, the only thing I don't like about this story is, is the, the name Gurgen. I was just saying, yeah, it's, it sounds, it's not a pleasant it word It sounds to say. a bit like a vomit, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like, oh, Gurgen. <laughs> Doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. It, 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 Actually, doing that's making me feel a bit like Gippy. Gippy. <laughs> that's not a Norfolk word. Um, yeah, it, it, it's it's a horrible name, and maybe yeah, that is why. Maybe we need to rebrand him for the noughties. Sounds a bit too familiar it's, to a swear word as well. It does sound a bit it's too a bit, familiar. It's a bit sort of Nordic. Nordic. Isn't it? it is, and I think actually somewhere I read, although why I've not put that in here, who knows? Who knows what goes through my mind? That he is Danish. I'm sure he's Danish. Yeah. Belly, was it Bellius? Is that Belli- it? Bellin- Bellinus. Bellinus. Yeah, Bill. Bill. Bellinus. 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 Bellinus sounds a little bit more. Is that Boudicca? Say Boudicca's husband's Boudicca, name. Boudicca, Boudicca. Oh, Pretagus. Pretagus. Who knows? Tomato, tomato. Let's call the whole thing off. But um, when we were looking at King Gurgant, who well, sounds like actually, a vomit. Are you going to go on to the next story? Go you. Well, yeah, yeah, you. Because I found this story way before I found Gurgant. Did you? Yeah, it was oh. part of. You obviously didn't look at the uh, oh Instagram advent calendar, did you? Yes. Which I mentioned in nearly every podcast. Yes, I did. But that was. It was part of that. Oh, so what I the... found the. Okay. Yeah. So when I was on my trawls through the clippings files at work. The EDP. God, that must have been a good day. It was a good day. Yeah. I found this story about a frozen bear. <laughs> I bet you didn't think I was going to say that, did you? <laughs> no. Well, you guys did. I did. <laughs> but the listeners didn't. Unless they were on the weird Norfolk walk. In which case they'll know. But yeah, so basically, the bear... I'm just going to read a little bit. Um, the bear, which died naturally, was given to the museum so by a British zoo... It was given to the to the Castle Museum on February the fourteenth, nineteen seventy six, and it was a deep frozen body <laughs> of a European brown bear, which weighed twice as much as a a man. I was going to say a human then, because I'm trying to be oh right, non gender specific. Did you see the thing about spelling women with an X? No. You know the Welcome Collection, right? Which I really love. The Welcome Collection, they're so cool. They they're doing like a series of like events about women and stuff, and they spelt women so W O M X N to make the word less patri- make patriarchal. Right. Is that right? That's men's one. Yes. Isn't it? Yeah. So to take the men out of it. But can you just have a Y? Well, this is a like it's interesting. I think it's a really interesting. It is really interesting. The bear was, however. Sorry. Yes. A man bear. A man bear. <laughs> and weighed <laughs> twice as much as a man. It was extremely twi- heavy. Yeah, it was very heavy. <laughs> <laughs> and weighed as much as a non-gender specific person. Human person. <laughs> times two. A woman and a man. And maybe somebody of intergender. It could have, yeah, we could have said weighing twice as much as, as a man two and intergender people. I'm glad you brought gender specifics into the frozen bear. (laughs) Nice. Carry on. We don't know whether it was a male bear or a female bear. 
Um, it was extremely no, heavy and had to be dragged through the doors, said Mr. Peter Lamley, <laughs> keeper of natural history at Norwich Castle. Before being buried, the animal was skinned by Mr. John Goldsmith, a natural history assistant. It was a it was a smelly day long exercise. Obviously, you work today, Dad. Yeah, <laughs> skinned bear. Okay. The skin is now being cured at the castle and may eventually be tanned. It will be useful for artists who want to get close to a bear and feel the texture of the fur, <laughs> or it may eventually be mounted, said Mr. Lambley. Lambley. According to the Eastern Evening News of the time, it is the bones which interest the boffins most. I love that word. That is why the carcass has been buried to be exhumed in a couple of years. Mr. Lamley explained that, I'm not very good with numbers. 500,000. Thank you. Years ago, North Norfolk was covered by dense forest, now known as the Cromer Forest Bed. For many years now, bones of animals who lived in that forest have come to light, washed up on the beach or revealed by cliff erosion. Elephant bones are quite common. One species found is now extinct. The hippopotamus was once at Norfolk resident too. I think... So basically, they buried it. Where? Well, in the mound with the king. With With King Gurgan. So that's the connection. So that's the connection. So it's King Gurgan and the frozen bear, which is our... We've copyrighted that as our our Weird Norfolk fairy tale book. Yeah, yeah. That will be the title, won't it? And it's and a Netflix original. And film. Netflix original, yeah, King Gurgan. <laughs> so he's bear. like, this bear's buried under there. But we were curious as to whatever happened to the bear. Whether they dug it up. So we contacted the castle, and they've lost it. They've lost the bear. They can't <laughs> they've, find it. they've actually had. They've got a record of it being given. Yeah. They've got a record of it being skinned and being buried, but they don't have a record of exactly where in the mound it's buried. Or if it was ever dug up, and if it was dug up, what happened to it? I think one of the things are... I like best about this, though, is that it was presented to Norwich on Valentine's Day. Yeah, it's so, so romantic. So it's like, it's such a romantic. Have you ever thought about giving a loved one a frozen dead bear? No. Have you? But now you mention it. Well, <laughs> I know. It is, it is the present that keeps on giving, isn't it? Yeah. I wonder how many, if, like, if this is a thing that happens often and there's actually just loads of random what, animals. No, no, like, in in the mound if there's loads of random animals that they've buried and f- forgotten to dig so, up. So like, if there's now an apocalypse which there might be yeah. and although King Gurgan will presumably at that point And he'll be like followed yeah, exactly. yeah. he'll be, he'll so be followed so. by he'll be like Noah's Ark A menagerie of zombie <laughs> animals that have been skinned Oh my god yeah, so, um, yeah. Change the book. It's it, King Gurgent and the Menagerie. Yes, and the zombie menagerie. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, apparently uh, apparently there could be more under there. Who knows? Yeah. Or under any hill. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, I have this vision again of like just all these random animals and but, then one day in the future when we've all like passed on and someone's digging it up and is really confused. Yeah. They could say it was like the Ark. They go, this, we found Noah's Ark. Yes. Yes. But what you're both forgetting is what else is buried on the Castle Mound. Castle Castle Mal? Castle Mal, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> there are a number of convicts buried there. Oh, well. yes. Yeah, I had, yeah, Those I had. that were... Um... Yeah, I had forgotten Well, you wouldn't give them a bear, would you, to have? Now, so we've got the murderers who've got, who, who've got the zombie bear. Were they all murderers? 
Most of them were men. Very, very naughty people. They were bad men. And I don't know, because sometimes they, like, like genders, unspecific yeah. people. <laughs> people. You see, it is, is a record where, where, of where they are buried. So is there a, some sort of a, a plot? I don't think there is. No, I, I don't thought think they were nearer to the gates. What, like... It would have just been the bones, weren't they? Picked shreds by birds as left as a. I suppose kind it of... depends. Yeah, if they, they, were they, left did, they surely didn't do that like it later, did they? They didn't leave well, them. Well, yeah, because there. do you remember the gibbet, 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 gibbet? Oh my god, what is it with words today? Gibbet. Me and words. Okay, that's a good start. The one. Um, oh, I know that up. corner. Yeah, yeah, on that corner, and that was really late on, wasn't it? And was pe- it? Yeah, it was. That was in like late eighteen hundred. Was it? Oh right, okay, maybe they. And did. so they were. They did. It's. I can't remember. This is really rubbish. We'll have to follow it. it was, I do remember. It was, it was on a corner of a I'm road gonna near Deerham. Yeah, somewhere near Deerham. Yeah, because, they left a gibbet. And they, they left to... them hanging there for months, didn't yeah. they? And people went along every weekend to like have like get drunk ones, like look at. There's it. no mark, I don't think, of the graves. I don't mm. think there is, but presumably they are in the mound. I yeah, don't know. I think they were. Yeah, I've read that. When we went to Ponds, buried. not Ponds now, the kind of cafe the other day, mm-hmm. they were saying that the castle ditch would be filled with, you know, dead bodies, rubbish, sewage, and and kind of that's compacted, and that's what Castle Meadow is built on now, which is nice, isn't it? Dead bears, Dead convicts, bears, yeah. sewage. Lovely. <clears throat> penguins. Yeah, puffins, penguins. <laughs> Who knows what else is mammoths. there? Mammoths. It's just the idea of suddenly somebody turning up on, on, on Valentine's Day. And that is the only story about it, isn't it? The bear. Yeah, that's the, that's the other thing. There's No yeah, pictures there's of no it. No pictures. It was just like this little clipping. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad they didn't do a picture of it. That would have been awful. Yeah, that would have been quite awful. But you can imagine because it was it, it got quite a reputation as being a natural history mm. museum. Yes. Yeah, so I'm sure they were getting donations all the well, time. Well, it's famously though. got the um, the polar bear there, hasn't it? The yeah. stuffed polar bear, which they yeah. haven't buried under the castle. They've just put it in a But they, in No, a that might have just case. been its skin, though. They might have buried its body underneath it. Well, surely it's just a taxidermy thing, isn't it? They t- the bones Do they keep there, the bones they? in taxidermy? Yeah, they do, don't they? I thought they... Not all. Some, I think. Yeah, I they have to they... keep it as structured, don't they? I thought they just put it in with wire. Do they? Yeah, some make, arm, <laughs> make like armatures. That yeah, that's what I thought. And then yeah, they like put the skin over it. Oh, well, there you go. See, who we knows? We need to get a taxidermist yeah, on. Yeah, we this do, don't we? We need yeah. to get a taxidermist on. We're obviously rubbish. But um, more in that case, the polar bear might be under there as well. Oh, who yeah. knows? Who has a freezer big enough to freeze a bear as well? Yeah, this is, uh, actually these raises way more questions one. than it answers. It does, it, it like, does. It does, and where is it, and what would it look like now, and why hasn't somebody remembered? Why would you not remember that? If I buried a bear in my garden... I suppose the only thing is, maybe one of the guys that buried it left really soon after. So it was like (laughs) his thing, and he's cursed. So, what, the bear's cursed? (laughs) No, the man is, the woman-man intergender is cursed by the bear. I don't know. I don't know. It does, as you say, answer more, uh, leave more questions unanswered. I just There's really an want awful lot of homework it. from this programme. There's a huge <laughs> amount, a huge amount of homework. Come here for homework. <laughs> and I also like the fact that the expert at the at the, um, at the castle said elephant bones are quite common in Norfolk. I don't think they are, are they? Are you not forever like stumbling around and quite well, common? Have, I say I, maybe he means like the woolly mammoth bones. Well, that's not common, is no, it? But that you was do like find extraordinary. Them. 
That's like extraordinary. That's not like you're kind of walking along. Oh God, here's another elephant bone. Oh, just leave it. We've got we've got a whole room full at home. That's right. They're just not go through the room common. of elephant bones and, and on yeah, and onto the are, bare room. I, I I take issue with with elephant bones being quite common in Norfolk. Don't you? Genuinely. Yeah. Thank They're you. They're not that common. No. So where 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 are we with this story? I mean. I think we are at the point where basically we just are waiting for King, King Gurgen to come back, yeah. aren't we, and tell us where the bear is. Yeah. That's where he could come back, isn't it? He? he could go and tell the castle where they've left the bloody bear. Yeah. That would sort it, wouldn't it? I did go into some, I did go off on a tangent in my own mind about body farms, but I don't think any of us really need to go there because. No, no, quite. I don't, does the UK have any body farms? Well, funny you should ask that. They're, they're about, they're trying to get one. Because I know America have them, don't they? Yeah, What's there's a nine. Body farm? It's where you leave corpses out in the open or in trunks of cars or Yeah, things. in different kind of situations, situations to see how the body decomposes in different, and then so they'll record the types of bugs that are on them and how fast things decomposed and what happens to the bones after and all things like that. It's the sort of thing that Arthur Conan Doyle would have done as research for Sherlock Holmes yeah, and things. They're not yeah. they're not particularly lovely, are they? They're no, kind of they I do think it's it, a really good idea. It's like, a great it's, idea. It's a, there's a good reason there's reasoning behind it. It's not just like they do it so they can tell if they find murder victims how long they've been there for by the kind of decomposition. I don't know really why I went off on that. I People, think it oh, came up when I was like, talking about the bear. Yeah. And if, if, the decomposition. If we had one in Norfolk, where would you put it? I don't know. It depends if you could go and look at it. If you could have tours of it, that would be quite interesting. Oh, really? It would be really yeah. smelly. You know? It's, it's like disgusting. people that wanted to be there because you have to donate your body. Okay. In, in America, I think quite often it's it's couples that do it. Oh, so really? they decompose together. Yeah. Oh. It's quite sweet, isn't it? Yeah. Brings us back to Valentine's Day in the bear, doesn't it? So if you're looking this is our for romantic podcast. If you're looking I think, I think next year Jack Valentine should dress up as a bear. <laughs> or a corpse. And haunt the castle. Well maybe it was Jack Valentine that dropped the bear off. It just kind of says a zoo. Yeah, it doesn't say which zoo. No. no. I think it's Jack. Jack Valentine. Yeah, although he must be strong. Because how much does it weigh? As much as two intergender people. Yeah. There we go. Thanks for listening to this week's Weird Norfolk episode. You can find us every week in the Eastern Daily Press on page 13 of the Weekend Supplement. You can also find an archive of all of our stories at edp24.co.uk. And if you're feeling social, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Weird Norfolk. Weird Norfolk podcast is a Richard Fair production for the Eastern Daily Press. We'd love to hear your comments, your thoughts and your weird stories. Just contact us at weirdnorfolk at archant.co.uk.